Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Charlie Wessel, who is the founder of Cordell Capital. Charlie, how you doing? Doing great, Jimmy. Doing good, man. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, and we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you'd like to do for fun, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm Charlie Wessel, live here in Charleston, South Carolina. I have a wife of 20 years. This October will be 21. I can't, I still can't believe that when I say it out loud. Um, I have twin eight-year-old girls and a 12-year-old son. And um, for fun, I raise capital for fun. And then I, I, I love it, man. And then, um, then we, I play golf a lot. I hunt, I fish, typical redneck activities here in <laughs> South Carolina. And then um, besides that, I mean, I love throwing baseball with my kids and having a good time with them. We play, we play all the time. There we go. There we go. How'd you get started raising capital? Like when did that start? Why did it start? Tell us that story. That started because we spent a year and a half chasing deals. Hmm. And yeah, that did let us to almost nowhere. We made it to the best and final several times, made it to, uh, we were awarded a deal, fell apart in due diligence. And I was like, I am done. I'm so done. So I knew buddies of mine that were getting uh, opportunities. And so I could bring a little bit of capital to the table. So I, you know, I talked with several of them. And, and so I did that and I handled some of the uh, investor relations for those, those opportunities. And also, I mean, I was a general contractor for 15 years. So. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of just took off from there. It did. It did. And this is a whole lot more fun than dealing with asset managers. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Well, awesome, man. Tell us a bit about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Um, you know, I, any answer that anybody's going to give you is just going to be so cliche. But it's, you know, it's lifestyle. I'll be honest with you, it's lifestyle. It's, yeah. you know... I would, you know, everybody can say family and this, that, and the other, but my lifestyle allows me to spend more time with my family than most people. Like I go on field trips, every field trip we, I'm on. Uh, we got, you know, I pick the kids up from school some days. Um, you know, whatever we need to do, we can go do. I mean, I can do anything I do from on the road. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I love that you uh, say that because very similar to you, I'm getting into the multifamily space. Right now I'm wholesaling land because I have some cash flow issues. But mm -hmm. once I can withstand those longer transaction times and start being a GP on some multifamily, it's for that same purpose. Like I really don't want somebody to tell me I can't go on a field trip with my kids or that I can't. Yeah, school. exactly. Timmy, you have kids? I do not. So I'm 23. So. Oh, rock and roll, man. 23. <laughs> I hardly remember it. Yeah, yeah. Don't have kids quite yet, but four or five years down the road, I'm looking to start pumping them out. So there you go. There uh, you go. 
trying to prepare for that, man. Trying to have that lifestyle by the time I'm 28 of like, I've replaced my W2. Yeah. I'm real sad. I'm right there with you. Well, awesome. Let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals. I know you're already living your dream lifestyle, but any other dreams, goals, bucket list items you want to talk about? I mean, really, man, I'm, you know, I had a family business that me and my dad started. He basically kind of funded it. He, you know, it was a, a general contracting firm that he helped come in and fund and he helped run some of the books and everything. He, he ran a large division of a company for a long time. Um, and so when he came in, we started this family business and it was, it was great. You know, I brought my brothers in and made them equal partners. And then I finally, I got, you know, after like, after 10 or 11 years in that business, I just got tired. I, you know, I had little kids. I was working 60 plus hours a week. And I was like, look, I'm just going to sell my portion of these guys and go do this, you know, raising capital or, you know, try to do the multifamily thing. So I I think my main dream here is to build something and bring my kids along with me and my wife and say, look, this is what we can do. You know, like my mom kept telling my son, oh, he loves to cook. And he was like, you know, she was like, oh, you can be a chef when you grow up. I was like, or you could buy the dang restaurant and then you can go play chef whenever you want. Yep. I said, but you're not shackled to the, <laughs> to the job in the food and bed biz. So, you know, I was, uh, I'm trying to get them to think differently about life instead of, Oh, look, you can go to school and go get a degree and go get this kind of job. That'd be awesome. Or you can own that company <laughs> and you know, I mean, seriously. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, just a whole paradigm shift that I'll be honest with you, our entire youth needs to go through, and they need to be taught this in school at a young age, and they don't teach them that because teachers don't know that. Teachers right. are in debt up to their eyeballs to make a little tiny bit of money, and nobody thinks teachers should make six figures more than I do, but it's just. It's that broke mentality, man, you know, and it's going to keep a lot of them broke. So it is Charlie, you'll be, uh, you'll be happy to hear this then. I, so I've been thinking of a way to monetize this podcast. And one of the things I've learned about being an entrepreneur is at the core of it, it's just every successful entrepreneur is a deal maker. Oh yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna take that concept and I'm going to take it to people who need it. I need to hear it when I was 18. I'm going to take it to 18 year olds now. So I'm trying to get into colleges to um, partner with them and build out a mastermind program of college age people who want to be entrepreneurs, teach them that deal making skill with the hopes of when they get out of college, have them uh, creatively financed or purchased M&A. Like you can purchase businesses for $200,000 that cash flow. And yeah, you're going to have to work 20, 30 hours a week on it, but you can do it. Right. And so get these college students to creatively finance these businesses or this real estate and have four to five K coming in at the baseline once they graduate. So they can just build from there. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I still, to this day, when I sold out my portion of the general contracting firm, I started a roofing company. Yep. Okay. So that's been six years now. Um, almost four years ago, I hired a guy that 
has been running that business for like four years. I own a roofing company. I make pretty strong six figures from that roofing company. And I might have four hours a week in it, just checking reports and making phone calls. And, and that's passive income, man. Yeah. The IRS doesn't see it as passive income, <laughs> but it's passive income. You know, I'm trying, I'm still trying to get, get my accountant to uh, use our call seg on, uh, on my, my roofing income, but it ain't happening. So, <laughs> I got you. No, that, that's genius though. And I think the thing that really made the shift for me, there's this girl named Cody Sanchez who lives in Austin, Texas. And she, she talks about how you can buy these boring businesses of like, you know, a roofing company, you can buy a plumbing company, you can buy a, a FedEx moving company, a mail delivery company, you can buy all these companies and, you know, seller finance 10% down with the SBA loan. And then you can hire an operator. So say the, co the company brings in 200,000 cash flow, hire an operator for 150, collect that 50,000 and then spend your time buying another company or something like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we pay all our guys well, I pay him well, pay, you know, so I don't know. It, it kind of clicks along. Yeah. So you got to find the right people, man. You do. <laughs> got to hire right. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. Hire slow and fire fast. There we go. All right. So we got that you want to build something that you can kind of bring your kids and wife along with you towards this goal dream of, Kind of that mindset shift of going. Well, from I say my wife, she's long for the ride. My kids. Yeah. I, you know, trying to build something that they can come into and work and, and also just try to get the right mindset in them as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are there any other dreams or goals that you want to talk about? Or is that the main one you got kicking? No, dude, that, that is what keeps me breathing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love it. Well, if there were one or two people, that you could meet and this could be a specific person or a type of person and they'd really help you take the next step towards um helping your kids to kind of walk into that mindset walk into this empire you're about to leave for them who would that person be and how would they help you i don't know man that's a good question and you know what yeah i see that right there okay yeah no i i don't know man i really don't i'll be honest with you I mean, we're looking for capital. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm i 44 years old. I've read books like crazy. Um, you know, I don't know, man, besides like somebody like C.S. Lewis or somebody, you know, I mean, that would be cool. But I mean, besides that, I mean, we just need people with capital. So we need to meet somebody who's worth 300 million and wants to come place it with us. Yeah. So, I mean, not to sound, not to have the most shallow answer you've ever had on this show, but yeah, that's, that's about it. You have a specific, I know a lot of capital raisers will have a specific persona they tar target, like a, maybe a doctor or a big law lawyer, or do you have that specific persona? I go after uh, business owners. Gotcha. I like business owners. They usually have cash and they're always way more on the conservative side of life and they like to it's amazing how many of them hate the stock market but still have money in it yeah because they don't know what else to do because they're getting you know advice from financial planners from these big firms and it's just sad really 
because that's another part of the broke mentality. You know, it really is. You save all, you work hard, save money all your life, and you can retire when you're 65 because it's been growing at 4% for the past 30 years. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You know, I mean, we have, we, we have deals that are, I mean, we have three of them for sale right now with contracts on a couple that are, I mean, it's going to be like 20 something percent average annual return on these things. Yep. I mean, why would you do that? You know, why would you put money in a 401k? I mean, I get the IRA part and, you know, all the savings and, even when the company is matching your money, it's free money, but how expensive is it? You still yeah. got to, you know, I mean, yeah. you're still kind of selling yourself for the company and time opportunity costs. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Is it really worth them matching your 3% or your 4%? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, I am right there with you. <laughs> I am glad that you just got your head screwed on, right? <laughs> Awesome. So looking for capital, preferably business owners. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like business owners because I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't go to college. I went for a half a semester and I was like, yeah, this is not going to work out for me. So I knew that I had to go and start a business and that's what I did. I just, I've always owned my own businesses. So. Yeah. I got you. I got you. There you go. What's the most important one or two things everyday people can do to help you accomplish your dreams and goals? I'm assuming it's introduce you to people who got the capital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll just stay on that whole shallow, you know, the whole thread. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, liking content that we put out, shit, commenting on it, really. I don't even care about likes or any of that stuff on LinkedIn or whatever. I want to see somebody that wants to get involved and comment on it, you know? And that's kind of how I judge our content is if I'm not putting out content that somebody is going to be responding back to, well, then I'm not really adding value to anybody, you know, because anybody can go and read something and be like, oh, that's cool. Click, you know, like move on to the next one. But when you get somebody's wheels moving a little bit and that's really what we've, I've had a meeting, you know, with my VA about that and said, Hey, look, you know, we need to get a little deeper, I guess. I don't even know, man, because it's <laughs> it's tough. I mean, we post every day and have for the past two years on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. But anyway. Yeah. No, I, I'm experiencing that too, honestly, with the, with the podcast posting daily. It's not blowing up like I thought it was going to blow up because it's not getting the engagement like I thought it was going to get yeah. the engagement. So I started – improving my marketing skills have you ever heard of uh russell brunson's traffic secrets oh yeah oh yeah i mean everybody's heard of russell brunson he's gonna wear a hoodie sweatshirt he's gonna be all loud in your face and he's all excited yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah man you might want to figure out um i'm sure you're already doing this but have your va really target those dream 100 then of those people yeah oh yeah yeah, I'm part of Raise Masters, which is Hunter Thompson's group. Yeah, yeah, I know Hunter. Is that how you yeah. found the podcast? Do Did I Adam know? connect us? Yeah, Adam connected us. Yeah, yeah, I've known Adam for years. His brother actually lives here in Charleston, and we we meet every Wednesday for lunch. Oh, gotcha. Paul, gotcha. yeah, and we gotcha. play golf together sometimes, and yeah, he's a great guy. But yeah, I mean, you know, all that stuff, it's all well and good. We just, you know, and we've been implementing everything. And it will 
it's going to go from 30 to 150 real quick. Yep. It was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears getting it to 30. But taking it up, it, it's going to really take off. I know it will. I mean, it's, that's happened with every business I've ever had, you know? Yeah. I mean, you work like a dog to get it going. You put everything you have in it, and then it just takes off. And then you just got to hold on. Yeah. No, absolutely. So that's, yeah, that's what we're hoping for. It takes so much energy to get the momentum going. But once it's going. Once it's, it's going, stuff. man, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Awesome. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. First question is favorite book movie or podcast pick one um my favorite podcast is hunter thompson's mm. because he's way deeper than i would be and i like to get that you know the it's a lot of financial forecast you know and and you know um talks a lot about um, the government and interest rates and stuff like that. So I like to kind of learn a lot about that. Um, besides that, Whitney Sewell, he's, he's a friend of mine. Um, Love Whitney. I, li I like Whitney's podcast just because it's just good old boys down there, you know? I mean, he's just, it's going to be so, you know, it, it's so packed full of information, each one of them. But I don't know. It's just the way Whitney comes off, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just want to go hang out with this guy for a while. And I, I've had dinner with him. I've had dinner with him and, and got to hang out with him for, for a night. And he, he was great. He was a great guy. Yeah, no, Whitney, Whitney's so cool. He actually had – when I was um, really pushing about learning how to raise capital and stuff, he had this podcast that I listened to where one of the dudes on there just sent out uh, – or he went to – the tax, like the tax man, the accountant that really deals with all the people who are uh, LPs and syndications. Mm -hmm. And he sent out direct mail as the t accountant sent out his K1s. He like paid yeah. for his mail and he said he got like hundreds or tens or hundreds of calls back just from paying for that dude's mail, $800 or whatever, and sending out a little piece of advertising with it. That's a great idea, man. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I was like, Wow, genius! Literally genius. Also, yeah. people who flip, investors who flip and need a place to put their money, he said, were another good source. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of like a buddy of mine flips, and my brother flips too here in Charleston. And it's you know we did some of that when I was a general contractor, man. But God, it's a lot of work, man. It's, it's more work than I want to do. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm you know. Um, but they got to have all that dry powder to keep doing the next deal, yep. you know, and keep sinking it in there. Yeah. And I mean, these guys will do a lot of work and a lot of deals to make 220 grand a year, you yep. know, and 220 grand sounds like a lot of money and it sounds all nice and fabulous, but you know, if you're the only breadwinner in the house, 220 grand ain't going to get you very far. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Well, awesome. What is one way you like to take care of yourself? I pray a lot. I mean, I pray for my kids. I pray for other people's businesses. 
um, pray for my business every day, but I also make sure that I try to pray for somebody else's business that I know. And doing that and playing with my kids, um, I, I do a workout in the morning. It's called F3 with a group of guys that's at 5.30 in the morning. And I got hurt a couple months ago. I haven't been in like two months, man, but I really need to get back out in the gloom and go, go hit it hard with these guys because it's a lot of fun and, and it's a great uh, just camaraderie. Um, guys, anybody listening to this, it is just for men, but it's there, there's website, f3nation.com or f3.com. It's in every state. It's in multiple countries. It's, it's really, really good, good program to get into. Yeah. Is it primarily weightlifting? Is it cardio? Is it? Oh, no, no, no. We meet out in the parking lot of a school. And I mean, there's probably eight or nine different locations that are going on at five or five thirty in the morning all around Charleston, uh, Mount Pleasant, Somerville. Um, and it, yeah, it's just all like high intensity workout, kind of military style kind of workout. But it's a great place to find those 3 a.m. buddies. Yep. You know, those guys that you can call at 3 a.m., and they would answer the phone in a heartbeat. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, nice. What is one action step you can take right now or continue to take to find that person with that $300 million to place with you? Keep doing what I'm doing. I'll be, I'll be 100% honest with you, man. We work our honeys off at what we do right now. Um, you know, we've been putting the, the time in for, for a few years. Uh, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And I wholeheartedly believe it'll pay off. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. There we go. Last question. You ready? Yeah, man. You know how there are people with that really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. And sometimes they'll die like that. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Other times you make that switch in your life to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that switch? Um, I don't know, man. I guess it could be rock bottom for some. I think for everybody, it's going to be something different, you know? Yep. I think it's going to be, you know, it's the thing that makes everybody hit their, hit their knees, man. It's when, when you're in the low times, when you're in the valley. That, you know, you're like, man, something's got to change. Something's got to give. You know, you got to get out of your comfort zone and do things you don't want to do. I mean, as a general contractor, I've always been pretty good at talking to people. But me calling somebody and saying, hey, our minimum raise on this is 100 grand. Yeah. I mean, that's not normal for me, you know? I mean, in dollars and cents i mean we we you know we're doing deals that are 50 million dollars right now that's that's a that's a whole nother paradigm shift in itself man i mean that's that's thinking about money in a totally different way you know it really is i mean when you got a you know 20 million dollar raise i mean that's that's a lot of coin man oh yeah you know? And to think about it, when somebody is sending you fifty thousand dollars, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's that's more money than most of the Americans make in a year, really. It is. But they send you one hundred and fifty grand, and it's just it's 
it's small potatoes compared to the deal, but it's it's humbling and honor. And it just honors me that that somebody, you know, they're trusting me with that money. And I mean, that's what makes me work really hard is I can lose my money, but I can't lose their money, you know? So I I really, really do. uh, I mean, I take that as a great honor and I, I love it. That's why I play a lot of golf with these guys. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Well, Charlie, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we hop off? I'm good, man. I'm going to go hit golf balls. It's still light here in Charleston. It's yeah. it's six thirty, man. There we go. Well, Charlie, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate it, man. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this, you loved what Charlie had to say. You want to help him raise capital. You want to pray for his business, other people's business, and his family life. Make sure to hit him up. Follow him on social media. Like and share his content. As we always ask, shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Need to move some capital into real estate. Give us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.